is time. Now it's time for the Tuesday Tango. Oh, I mean Tuesday Titter. Er, er, er. It is time. Now it's time for the Tuesday Titter. Er, fuck yeah. On the Manitoba Money Shot Podcast. Uh, uh. Hey, good morning, everyone. It's the Tuesday Titter with on the and we're having our roll burn as usual. Mm. Um, actually, it's a little weak, I have to admit. Once again, I get to the you get to the end of the can, the, the can o goodness from Robin's Donuts, and um, yeah, you don't have enough. So you get you still get the taste of it, but it's just it's a little like not even like a slap in the face. It's more like a spit in the mouth. What? What? I don't know. <laughs> it's just weak. I'm telling you. So I'm not really wide awake here. You know, to be completely frank, I've been up since like three. Just one of those nights I couldn't sleep, and uh, yeah. So I thought I'd play piano, see if I can get the theme going on there at the beginning. I'm hope, Hopefully week after week I'll be able to play that and have like a nice little video. Oh my god, I'm so tired. <laughs> so tired right now, folks. Oh boy. But no. In an hour, I'm gonna be I gotta haul haul ass. <laughs> I gotta make some deliveries. And uh, yeah, keep a smile on my face all day. Which isn't a hard thing to do. If you smile all the time like I do. Cause I live in a city with five robins. Um, I went golfing. How about that? Do you golf? Are you golfing? Are you a golfer? I am not. Uh, I haven't been golfing probably in about four years. And uh, something I've wanted to do for a while. I like. I look forward to it every year. Usually at the corporation. Uh, I've been there ten years. I got the official plaque saying we've owned your soul for ten years and we will continue owning it. <laughs> Here's a coffee maker. <laughs> um, so usually in the summer they'll have like a, a golf tournament. Everyone you know on their day off goes down. It's a lot of fun. It's great. And uh, just because of COVID, we took a few years off, and then this year they decided go-karting or something I wasn't too interested in so I was like bye anyway um, managed to get to the course the Windsor Park course with my son and uh, my buddy Dale just a threesome it was great it was well okay it, it being outside was great it was actually a beautiful Sunday for October like a little not too chilly and then as the game it was a five-hour game it was long <laughs> 18 holes, five flipping hours, which would have been fine. It probably would have been like four, three and a half if, if we didn't have to keep searching for the balls. And that was the biggest problem with golfing, I assume, in autumn is uh, the, the leaves. There are so many leaves on the course. And I guess they sweep them off the, the, the uh, green, not the green, the part where you putt. <laughs> <laughs> a golfers are out there going, you fucking idiot! You don't even know the terms? No. But uh, the part where they, uh, yeah, like they're just like, 
you know, I wasn't hitting it straight down the line. I think I hit two great shots in all the 18 holes. Uh, definitely one that hurt my hand. It rattled. Instead of striking the ball, I struck the ground. And yeah, it was, it was embarrassing. But as I was getting back to it, it was like hide and seek. The ball, there were so many leaves, you wouldn't be finding your ball. But you'd be finding others' balls. <laughs> others' balls. Because they went through the same thing where it's just like, you know, they couldn't find their balls. And I mean, I, I saw, I, I found a pink ball, a yellow ball, lots of balls. So even if you lost your ball, eventually you'd find a ball. So other than that, though, it was a, it was a glorious day. I played horribly. I think every par was like three, four, five, and I was shooting seven, eight, nine, ten. 10. Yeah, it was fun driving the cart. I mean, after you go to the Windsor Park Golf um, comment section, which I recommend you do, you're going to see that there's a lot of like, it's like a four-star review course, or it's been around almost 100 years too, which is kind of neat. There's a plaque saying it was built in like 1925. Like, wow, holy shit, that's pretty cool. I wonder how many holes in one over, in, in almost a hundred years been. This should be like a wall, hall of fame for holes in one, right? I mean, Tiger Woods, he must have hit a hole in one. This is how off the golf grid I am. But where was I? I was talking about... Oh, okay. <laughs> Another interesting... Oh, yeah. I was talking about the bad ratings because the biggest complaint everyone has is it's so bumpy. And it is. You can drive the cart on the course up until a certain point before you get to the green. I hope I'm saying that right. But the course is so bumpy, it was kind of like jackass where they're driving the golf course through the mini putt putt or whatever. It's kind of like that. It was fun. It was, we had a lot of fun. It was fun. So it was kind of like the golf cart made up half the, the, the fun of the golf for me. But um, it was also cool to see a Salisbury house. I was going to call it Sal's. And then I finished it off. A Sal's very house in the golf course. I keep thinking, like, I'm pretty sure there's a Robin in the Dakota Community Center. Someone told me that. I think I looked for it once and didn't see it. Could have been locked up. Like one of those kiosk coffee things. If you know of a Hidden Robins in the city, message my Twitter or something. Or you can always get a hold of me at ron.mora at gmail.com. There you go. Yeah, so golf, golf, golf. It was fun. Played horribly. Son did fairly well. Came in second. Of course, Dale. This 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 guy Dale was like, he's like a golfing fanatic. He was almost every shot straight, straight. He 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 pretty much got par. If it was par three, he would shoot three, maybe four. It was crazy. So thank you, Dale, for accompanying the boy and myself for our little golf adventure and we hope to do more next year in the spring <laughs> so there's so and uh, maybe it'd be I guess I imagine professional golfers have like trackers on their balls I guess you have cameras professional golf whatever you know what I'm saying there should be a tracker so it's easy to find like the like the what is that metal detectors as you get closer you go boop 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 there's your ball you fucking idiot um, and then yesterday, 
incredibly nice day once again like it's October this is the month where the snow will fall and everything turns to shit cold trick-or-treating and blizzards and whatnot but yesterday it was such a nice day me and my daughter we took a walk down uh, to the forks along the river path which is uh, very nice it's a beautiful day we had to take the jackets off because it was so nice the beautiful uh, fall colors though that's you know as much as I'm complaining about the leaves in golf like they're gorgeous they're absolutely cool colors great for the fall photo shoot 2022 that uh, that we did along the river and under Queen Elizabeth Bridge and whatnot so cool and uh, because it was a holiday it was holiday Monday we ended up at the Mulvey Market um, you don't know the Mulvey Market, it is Osborne South, just south of Confusion Corner. And kind of a, a scary warehouse type of place, and it's just a bunch of vendors selling mostly Star Wars figures and uh, just knickknacks, paddywax, uh, incense, jewelry. I've bought a lot of cool things over the years. Me and, me and the kids, we just like to, because it's so close, we just walk there on the weekend and you know, they'd be happy picking up Pokemon cards or uh, frickin', uh, I don't know, little dolls for the girl and pick up movies and stuff. So it was it's always been a lot of fun. There's one vendor in particular, like, I think it's in, like, in the north side where she's got like this corner and uh, buckets. Everything's in buckets. So and it's all like toys and action figures, whereas like, you know, usually these places will just have a whole bunch mixed in together. But this woman is, uh, she organ she's very organized and she'll, she'll have all like the G.I. Joe in one section. She'll have all the My Little Ponies together. She'll have all the frickin' um, McDonald's uh, Transformer toys together. And it, I always thought, wow, that is, she's really really knows what she's doing and she was great she would give kids freebies and just really really nice and uh, unfortunately not all the vendors were open I, I would even say like a, maybe a third of them were and uh, so but you know we still um, my daughter found uh, some sort of necklace she liked that you know was like 10 bucks or whatever you know it's not quality when you're paying 10 bucks for jewelry but it was cool. It's kind of like a, I don't know, a heart with bat wings. So scary cool. Perfect for the season. And um, but unfortunately, <laughs> I won't I won't say who it is, but there's like one vendor who's been there the entire existence of the Moldy Market that I remember. And you got to remember, I've been going there like for 20 years. It's been on for a long time, and this guy's always been there. And I know if you're a vendor and you're selling stuff, you want to engage with the customer, you want to make a point of, you know, asking if you could help them find anything or, you know, recommend stuff, blah, blah, blah. I get that. That's cool. Uh, it's, it's, it's what they do. You, you can't go through a McDonald's, with, McDonald's without them trying to upsell you. I remember when I worked at Burger King, that's what they told you to do. But there's one freaking guy. <laughs> who just won't let you just, you know, sift through the records or the CDs or, you know, he just won't let you, constantly talking to you and just will not, it's like, I like engaging with people. Don't get me wrong. I, I, I don't have an issue with that, but when it, it's relentless, 
and non-stop and mundane convert it's just like it's too much i have to, every time i walk by i'm like i can't even as much as i want to look through your music i can't take the banter <laughs> you gotta back off you gotta realize you gotta have a sense as a, a seller to no one to hold them no one to fold them you know that type of thing like come on just let me look just let me be i, I know i can see you have the price labeled right there records two bucks you don't have to keep telling me they're two dollars you don't have to tell me that one's two dollars but you don't have to tell me that one's two dollars i know it says two dollars five questions i will ask you <laughs> okay like here's question number one why won't you shut the fuck up question number two why won't you answer my question <laughs> question number three why are you getting security other than that really was kind of a low-key week um i did watch res dogs reservation dogs season one which is which was really interesting very entertaining it's kind of weird how and i guess i'll say spoilers but before i get into them let me say i think it's very smart marketing strategy to to cast you know some of the top podcasters in roles in this show i mean in the first season they have bobby lee in an episode and bill burr in another and then season two which i haven't watched yet but mark maron's in it and how do i know this because he invited one of the cast members on his show and they're uh, on just yesterday so that's an interesting conversation He's a really good actor who um alludes me right now what's his name plays the cop on the show uh quickly look it up here it's stalling his name is uh, Zan McLaren uh, Zane Z-A-H-N so is the H silent Zan McLaren Zan McLaren he's really good and but um, yeah I, was th I thought that was smart because then you, you cast a podcaster and then you get the the free advertising when the podcaster talks about his experience on the show hint hint for all you casting folks out there Put me in your shows. Put me in your movies. Just give me three lines and I'll go on and on about it forever. Yeah. It'll be like a thrill of a lifetime. Especially that check. Ka-ching. Mm. Wow. As far as spoilers, I just wanted to say, like, it's interesting how, like, episode one starts off with this big action scene. The kids steal a truck and blah, blah, blah. But then, you know, really the whole arc and episode for the series is how they they're dealing with their friend's death and how they want to get the hell out of dodge so um great story but it's just funny how it like it's almost like they tricked people into thinking it's going to be one type of show and an homage to reservoir dogs you know there's a couple of things in in reservation dogs which you know can obviously uh pay tribute to the this the, the quentin tarantino film Anyway, highly recommend it. Great watch, great acting, and stories, and yeah. Oh, and shit, I almost forgot about this. Uh, funny enough, I was kind of in the middle of this this cop chase scenario at uh, Confusion Corner. At the community center, right at the corner, you have three little benches in this small, small park where I like to just sit and um, record the uh, background ambience for these... Uh, little rants you hear twice a week um, when it's not my dishwasher it's the sounds of confusion corner the beautiful honky <laughs> smells <laughs> what <laughs> shit so 
Sorry, my breath is in my brain. Anyway, so I'm just sitting there. I'm smoking a cigar. I have a nice cold beverage at my side. I'm just minding my own business as I'd like to do for roughly, you know, 15 minutes. And uh, some, right, kind of out of nowhere, three young hooligans, I'm assuming at this point, darted across the front of uh, the community center, like leading into the garden. And I was like, well, that's kind of weird. <clears throat> and almost immediately after that, you just heard police sirens coming from really every direction from Osborne South, coming in from Donald Street up Osborne. And they're just, they're all these cop cars just kind of parked there. And then, and then the cop chopped, the cop, the chopper, the cop chopper is up and above. And the two of the three guys retraced their steps and they ran back. And I'm just sitting there <laughs> once again, just kind of watching everything. Um, and as those two uh, ran by, one threw up a bottle of, of Kraken, funny enough, crack, and it cracked on, uh, right at the front door of the community center. And uh, it's funny, no one paid me any mind. I just sat there, and then the cops, they're, they're on the chase. They, they, they're parking their car. They park their cars. They get out with their flashlights, and they're, they're looking all around. They're looking in the bushes. They're looking in the garbage cans. And once again, I'm just sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know how no one came up to me to think like, or even think like, hey, are you the guy we're looking for? <laughs> nope, but nothing like that. I, I couldn't give them any more information than they, than, than, than what they didn't already know. But the, that being said, they, and I don't think they found them, which is crazy. I'm like, I know that area fairly well. Where would they hide? In the hockey rink? You, you'd get spotted in the um, little play structure by the school. Are they hiding in a tube, <laughs> like a slide tube? It was freaky, man. I don't know how they managed to get away. Because, as I said, the police swarmed that community center in a matter of a minute. So, uh, wow. It was the most action I've ever seen in, in the area, as long as I've been here. And uh, that was about it. So, <laughs> not the most exciting story. <laughs> but I guess you had to be there, because it was quite exciting. and. Uh, I actually recorded the audio from it, but I was going to play it, but I'm like, oh, it's just too many sirens. I always feel like I shouldn't be playing sirens in a podcast. If people are listening in their car, you know, they might think, oh, no, there's a there's a, a cop behind me. And so they, you know, inadvertently just move their crank their wheel without looking. And then that's on me. Right. So, yeah, it's not exciting. It's just a bunch of fucking sirens. Oh, God. Okay. Out of here. I'm tired, man. I don't know how I'm going to get through the day. How am I going to do it? Of course, with Roban. Got to go to Roban, get an extra large today. Yeah, put three sugars in that bitch. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you ever see someone put five sugars in? You're, I know. Anyway, I'm out of here. Uh, the Mad Show podcast is available on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Amazon, which is Audible, I think, and other platforms. Um, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, uh, TikTok, Ronald George Moore, the Mountain Mind Shop Podcast, Patreon.com has extras and incentives for you to maybe contribute as little as a dollar a month. Extra content available in, uh, you have to scroll down when you become a member and you can see it all there. Kind of some deep dives into my favorite artists and uh, stories about strip bars and lots of good stuff <laughs> like that. Woo! Man, I need a slap in the face and a punch in the balls today.
<sighs> okay, so um, that's about it. Have a great week. Come back for Friday foreplay. And until then, till the weather. Bye.